What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Money Buys Happiness podcast. This episode, we had a very talented shooter coming out of Mississauga, Ontario, 905 Shooter. Today, we talked a little bit about TikTok, mental health, content creation, and just getting shit done. You about to enjoy this one. Yeah, we really, really, really got into it. This one, I feel like, uh, was super special. You know, super, super grateful to have him. You do not want to miss this one. You already know the deal. Shout out to the team at Cycle Water for keeping the boys hydrated day in, day out. You know the fucking vibes. It's always cycle, baby. Let's get it. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> Welcome back to the MBH podcast. Money buys happiness. I said I was gonna do it different, but you know me. I'm, I'm fucking. I just didn't do it. I don't know what else to say. It is episode. Sorry, season three, episode five. Wow. Okay, I got that one on the. Thanks, Dean. Appreciate that, man. Yo, Dean's <laughs> joining us, by the way. Now, um, Dean's mic'd up. Yeah. What up? What up? What up? There we go. We're, Let's go. We're just changing the game. You know what I mean? He always has a one-two comment. We're like, fuck. Give this guy a fucking mic. No, it's been what? It's been three seasons now. It's been about a year. Three seasons. Yeah. yeah. It's all about growth, Dean. Hey, it's got <laughs> the age and the wisdom. <laughs> age and wisdom, baby. Right that's here. That's it. That's it. Well, you know, it is a special episode today. Um, we have a super, 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 super talented photographer, videographer blogger content creator a little bit of everything um jason how do i say, how do i pronounce the last name pagaduan pagaduan aka 905 shooter is probably how you guys know him what's going on man how are thank you thank you for having me i'm Welcome, very bro. excited for this um this podcast is the first podcast i've done in over a year now damn yeah, I mean, oh, welcome, it's, been, it's, been, it's been kind of crazy times, but welcome. Yeah, it's going to be, uh, we're excited. We're excited to get this one going. It's been kind of a month in the making. Wow, yes, yes. Yeah, I was yeah. talking to Ernesto about this. Yeah. And um, we were just talking like, hey, can I hit you up and yeah. do a podcast? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, sure, come, come <laughs> along, you know? Because, like, yeah. I just don't know. I didn't know when this was going to happen of because course. of COVID. And yeah. it's just, like difficult especially with the lockdowns and yeah. you know with stay-at-home orders it was just crazy and yeah. so i'm just kind of like excited but i'm also nervous because like <laughs> you know like i'm tr i'm really trying to articulate what i want to say and i don't want to like say the wrong things and then look back and be like no nah, don't worry. i shouldn't have said that <laughs> nah, you know no no, no you're good, good man it, it, good. Listen, we're just gonna have a conversation right if, now if you listen to the shit we said <laughs> yeah, here, yeah, bro, yeah i promise you have you, nothing to worry there's, about yeah, there's nothing you can say that's worse than anything me and this guy have said so you're good yeah. to go honestly yeah no it's because it's you know why it's because people on the internet every time they hear something or they see something in their minds they always like to create um a narrative for themselves yeah, yeah. without actually knowing what the person's intent yeah. or the delivery of the messages. So now like I'm really taking everything like with a thought and you know, the old saying goes like, think before you say. Yeah. And so that's what like yeah. I've really been telling myself. Yeah. yeah. See, I, I should probably start thinking, I should probably start thinking about that more often, man. Cause I, I just, I think I say, and then I think after I'm like, holy fuck. But you know what it is? We, we keep it original. <laughs> we keep it OG here. That's why this podcast has no edits, no nothing, um, but let's roll with it. I mean, f first things first, um, introduce yourself in terms of who you are, what you do, give us a little background story. We always like to start there. Yeah, yeah for sure. So I'm Filipino. My parents are uh, were born in the Philippines. They actually moved to, to, uh, to Mississauga back in 1993, I believe, right before nice. I was born in 94. Okay. And so, you know, my birthday's coming up July 9th. Nice. Um, Born and raised in Mississauga. I've been filming, no, not filming, but I've been doing photos for seven years now. Crazy. Um, and it just started as a hobby. I didn't really think too much of it. And I told myself, 
this is really cool. You know, I, I get to have a camera and I get to take these photos and people will say to me, you know, photos last a lifetime. And as a kid, you don't really think of it too much uh, yeah. with just anything in general. And so I just got, you know, just doing it for fun whenever I did on vacations. Yeah. And then I started to get more serious about a year into it because like my brother was the one who influenced me. Okay. And I really started getting into it. I really loved it. And that's when I started to take it more seriously. And, um, you know, growing up, I was really uh, having a good childhood. You know, my parents really taught me well. They taught me, you know, the good values that some people unfortunately don't, aren't able to have, or they don't have to have parents that can, you know, lead them to a good way. And, you know, I'm really fortunate with what I was able to get. Um, we didn't grow up like, you know, rich or poor, we yeah. were middle class. So, um, you know, we didn't have a bad uh, environment. Cool. Um, we have really good family. So that really taught me um, to keep family close. Yes, and amazing. It, yeah, and so when I started doing photography, you know, I just, you know, started hitting up a bunch of photographers, a bunch of, you know, just random people on Instagram and yeah. said, hey, like, let's do a photo shoot. And it was doing well for a, for, for a bit, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't really, you know, ask for to get paid. Yeah. So it, you know, but anything you start, you want to gain experience. And Correct. so that's what I kind of, you know, built off of. Yeah, yeah. which is huge. Yeah. That's yeah. what you need to do. Exactly, yeah. Okay, and so like when did you when did you first pick up a camera? I mean, your, your brother influenced you, like yeah, you said, right? Yeah. So did something else inspire you to kind of do more with it? And um, what were you shooting mainly at the beginning? Yeah. So mainly I was just shooting like landscape photos. Like okay. whenever we go to, you know, just travel, uh, yeah. it didn't matter where it was Niagara Falls or uh, up north or even like Ottawa or Montreal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I was really into the whole landscape because it's like, these are like what we are surrounding ourselves with, but we don't really get to, you know, take in what we see. We yeah. just like go about our day. We just walk by, and yeah. um, with pho- photography, it does really take the time to really learn, or not learn, but really um, have your senses aware at all times. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> a lot of people don't really take in sometimes, like even just looking up yeah. and looking up all this, uh, like the the architecture, the landscape that yeah. you see like with all the buildings, right? Yeah. And when I take a photo of those, like people just don't really take it in until they see it on Instagram. You yeah. don't even get to appreciate it really until you see the photo of it, yeah. right? Or I even, feel like you're probably walking around all the time and thinking like, oh shit, that's a good pick. Oh shit, that's a good pick, right? Yeah. And it's kind of everywhere. Mm-hmm. And exactly, and like with the downtown area, especially in downtown Toronto, anything that I see, um, it could be. It could be. It turn out to be a good photo, whether it be a portrait or a street photography, or yeah. you know, buildings or the CN Tower, as you know, most people like to take photos of. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it just it's it really started with like that landscape photos for me, and then it kind of grew to portraits. It grew to like, um, uh, what else? I'm trying to think here because there's there's so many yeah. aspects yeah. of like, Be- like between yeah and probably so many things that you've done right so exactly. okay so you start off with this how long are you doing it until it actually becomes like a like a business like a job for you and like and, and in the meantime money. are you working any jobs like are you yeah so um, it's it's a funny thing you you asked that because I'm sure you know this but 
Um, I have a very unique way of where I, I got to now because for the first three years, two years actually, I was just doing it for fun. I didn't really um, take it seriously. And yeah. then I met a, I met somebody in high school um, and we started like talking occasionally. And, and a lot of people who watch this probably know what I'm talking about. And, you know, eventually became one of the biggest you know prank channels on youtube yeah yeah, yeah and yeah, so yeah. i hit him up in like 2016 i said hey like i'm working at walmart right now i don't really want to be here but i'm just you know making men's eat, uh, ends meet and i said to him you know whenever i have a free day off like let me like take some photos for you guys or film like a video for you guys and I mean, if you guys don't know, obviously it's it's an elk. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just don't really like to bring it up too much. Yeah. But in this case, it's different because people kind of don't understand the background story in full length. And they only just like hear like little bits and pieces. Yeah. And so I just started doing like, you know, filming for them. Uh, occasionally I would um, take photos, they post on Instagram, whatever. And then 2017 is when I quit my job and I did it full time for them. That's and crazy. That's when I started like you filming. We started traveling around all the uh, the U.S. Yeah. We started going to different parts of Canada, and then eventually we started traveling to Europe in 2019. Wow. And so, based off all of that, that's where like my you know the the definition that people think it is is success, and. I took a lot of it, you know, I took a lot out of it um, mm -hmm. in terms of experience, in terms of filming, editing, um, fill, uh, photos, for example, and just like understanding that it takes time to really um, put in the work and make the best quality content. And so taking all of that, you know, I never ended on bad terms with them. Uh, people always assume that, oh, like you guys, you, like, you don't talk to them because, you know, <laughs> You signed an NDA to not talk about this, but it's like I just chose not to because yeah. there's no reason to. There's no yeah. reason to create more conflict than it needs to be. Yeah, for sure. You know, I respect um, that. Some people, some people do it out of envy. Some people do it out of jealousy, and some people do it out of hate. I don't hate anybody. I never hated anybody, and hate's just a strong word where I just say I just dislike somebody. Yeah, yeah. You know, so that's what people get the misconception of, oh, like, because you don't, you know, work with them or because you parted ways. They and think the worst off the they bat. They think the worst. Yeah. Like, yeah. They don't think that good things come out of bad situations. Yeah. And that's sort of like the thing that people kind of have been asking me for like probably yeah. a year and a half now. Yeah. For sure. Just you like know? what's the scoop, what happened and stuff like that. Exactly. And, yeah. and then the funny thing is like I read online all the time like, oh, this guy needs to expose them. Like, what, yeah. what is the point? What, what does it get out of me, out of them, and what yeah. does it get out of yeah. you? Yeah. It just gets entertainment. That's all. Just sure. a kick. Just a yeah. kick out of it. Yeah, exactly. And I'm sure you probably look at that situation and say, man, I was, uh, I, like, you know, I'm sort of blessed to be able to have gone from working, like, at fucking Walmart. Exactly. Saying, like, traveling the world, the, the States, Europe. Like, what an experience, bro. Right? And, and no matter how it ended up, you're looking back on that, on that whole situation and saying, Oh, I took a lot from this. I grew as a person. I grew as probably a photographer, videographer. Like those are crazy, bro. Like that's that's unreal, right? Like yeah. how many people have ever been in that situation before, or or will ever get to? Not many, right? Exactly. And I think, but I, I want to circle back because the the like that relationship in general, no, no matter what the outcome was, would have never happened if you didn't take the chance to reach out and say, hey, exactly, let me do this and let me do it for free. 
Yeah. And I think that's the biggest thing. And we, we fucking talk about this all the time, man, where especially with creatives, um, there's such an ego. It's yeah. like they start off, like, you start, like you're a beginner, you start off with an ego. It's like, bro, you, you don't just put on a pair of soccer shoes and you're fucking Cristiano Ronaldo all of a sudden. You know what I mean? The same way you don't pick up a camera and you're not a 905 shooter right away, bro. It takes time, right? Exactly. So I, I like that. And I think a lot of people will take value because of you know how influential you are in, in the industry that you're in and to hear that you went and said, hey, I'm going to just do this for free, yeah. right? Yeah. And you're saying for what? It was like, a, you know, however, however many years you were doing it for and not making a dollar at the beginning, right? So Yeah, it was about a year. Yeah. Which is crazy, which is crazy. Like that's, you know, and a year is a, is a long time. Yeah. And, and you know what? Like you're obviously very good at what you do. So you're able to kind of break through that threshold fast. But some people might go two, three years of doing it for free. Yeah. Or doing shit for free, right? Yeah. To get that, to get that experience or learn. So, and then it's really important. But okay. So all that happens, whatever you guys break it off, not bad terms. You are where you are. What's the next step? What do you, where, where do you go from there? So yeah, it's funny you say that. So after all that happened, <clears throat> I took like a bit of a break off of like social media, just like, you know, just trying to like recover, um, figure out what I want to do and also plan ahead because it was towards December. I made a decision like, you know what, why should I wait till the end of uh, till 2020 to kind of reinvigorate everything I've done? Where do I take the next step? And I said to myself, why should I wait? Like, um, just do it now. Yeah. Like instead of like people planning ahead, like I'm going to set uh, a time schedule for myself. Like, so I'm going to do this in January. I'm going to start off the new year as a new me or whatever Classic, yeah. thing yeah. they want to tell them. Yeah. Right. Or like this new year's resolution. And I don't really believe in that so much in re resolutions. Cause it's like, when you put yourself in a situation where you want to set a goal for yourself, the goal isn't necessarily what you're trying to achieve is how you achieve it in my opinion because yeah. along the way like the goal is just something that takes you to the next step or exactly. is um not necessarily the end goal but it 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 along the way is what is the most important to me because mm -hmm. yeah. that's how you grow and that's how you of course you know become a bit bigger and better person and then i made a decision after halloween it was funny um I went out with like my brother and his and his friends. It's Halloween 2019. Ooh, I'm like, damn. Yeah. No, yeah, that's a heater. That's a fucking heater. Yeah, Dean. This was. I'm, I'm not gonna argue with you there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a heater. Yeah, it was way before the pandemic started. But then I said to myself, you know, I'm gonna test myself out. I'm gonna go a month without drinking. Yeah. And smoking, because I used to smoke a bit of weed, and like my parents know this. Like it's not yeah. like obviously it's legal in Canada yeah. now. But I said to myself like. It was more just a test, yeah. just to see if I could do it. Yeah. Because a lot of people tell themselves that they could do this, but then there's no action to it. Yeah. And when they do do it, they kind of get into the influence or they kind of get, um, what's the word, uh, encouraged to do it again. Yeah. And once you do it, it's just like, it's hard to get back out of it. Yeah. So after the first month, I'm like, okay, this is cool. Uh, going into December. You know how December is, yeah, of course. Get the Just, family, get, you get a couple things get going. Time Christmas parties. Especially if you're like a student, you you just finished oh, school. Oh, you're ready to go fucking crazy yeah. at that point. Yeah, you're ready to go off. You're ready to go party, yeah. Christmas, New Year's. Yeah. Like you have a full month to yourself with your friends. It's literally the worst time to go so sober, really. Exactly. And you know what's so funny? A lot of people are joking like, that's the worst like month to do it. Like, why would you do it? It's okay. And at the same time, I was like, okay, this is more than just a test to me. This is more of now 
a commitment. Yeah. This is more of a lifestyle. And some people don't understand that, you know, being sober uh, is a choice, obviously, but it's also just like a lifestyle, like I said, and it really does test your mental strength, your physical strength, and it does test who you surround yourself with. Mm-hmm. So I, basically, long story, I went the entire 2020 without having a single drink, single, you know, wow. puff, puff of weed. Because people, because people like, like I said, once you once you get into the habit of having one beer, it leads to more beers, and it leads to alcohol, uh, to liquor, mm-hmm. and, wh- and then from then on, like it's just a cycle. It's like cold turkey, or yeah, or, or not? <laughs> yeah, 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 hundred percent. Yeah, and so then after that, January came along. I decided, okay, I'm going to do uh, freelance photography. Uh, I'm going to open up my own small business. I'm going to name it Nine to Five Shooter just because it's a staple to me. It's it's basically um, a name that kind of stuck to me. Yeah, it represents you as well too. Exactly, you go check out your page. And then yeah, I, I made a I made a YouTube video basically explaining like what does Nine to Five Shooter mean. Yeah, and oh, I saw that one. That was recent. Yeah, that was recent. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's so simple. Five, baby. It's so it's simple. Yeah. It's it's funny because people are like it's such a simple thing yeah. where I. I have nine to five. Nine to five is my area code. Yeah. And whatever you are shooting, <laughs> and, I'm shooting. <laughs> and, and I'm a photographer. Like yeah. I don't want to put nine to five photographer, nine to yeah. five photography. Yeah. It's too long. Yeah. So I'm like, shooter is such a sick, a sick word where like it's shorter, but it yeah. also is creative in yeah. a way, yeah. and it sticks to it sticks when of people course. read that. Of course. So I just took you know them together, put nine to five shooter, and I will take credit though. It wasn't my f- original idea. I got this guy. I got the idea from this guy whose name is four one six shooter. Okay. Okay. But, but, <laughs> okay. We go. But is he still around? He's still around. I, I mean, I'm not sure what he's doing. Yeah. But <laughs> all right, so that means he's not around. <laughs> but, but I took the inspiration from him, yeah. and I created my own, yeah. uh, my own representation of where I'm from. Yeah, of course. And people just joke around like all the time, like 905, like that's Hamilton. That's yeah. that's a. Uh, that's just everywhere. Yeah. Like, why is it just Mississauga? It's yeah. like, well, I'm from Mississauga. And so, yeah, so from then on, I started doing photography. I started doing a couple uh, jobs with people. Dope. And literally three weeks after I finished my last job is when like, you know, we got the, re- we got the report. Oh yeah, we have a pandemic now. We have a lockdown. Yeah, here yeah. we go. Everything is shutting down. You got a quarantine. And so <laughs> for probably from March to probably July, or May actually, I didn't like really do anything. Yeah. I kind of just stood inside. Like I, I literally just went for a couple walks and didn't really do much. And then the summer came around and, and you know, things started opening up. I started going to places, started shooting more. But then I made the critical mistake of still not doing anything. Yeah. And you know, a lot of people around me tell, telling me like, maybe you should start doing this, like start creating content on YouTube or TikTok or Instagram more, right? And I kind of just laughed at it. And I, I admit that I kind of did laugh a bit when people were saying like, oh, you should hop on TikTok. Like you should start posting videos yeah. on TikTok. It will help you grow your page. And yeah. like, I got the misconception that, you know, TikTok is mainly like people who dance or yeah, do lip singing. It's for like kid audience, right? Yeah. So I was really uh, ignorant in a way where I didn't take a chance to actually use TikTok in yeah. the way that it is now. And so it wasn't until January of this year when I started to go full uh, commitment of posting on TikTok, on Reels, on Instagram, and then posting that on so I posted on YouTube starting um, February, February 9th was the first upload that I officially made. Yeah. Yeah. So I saw the content too, sorry, sorry yeah, to cut yeah, you off, no, but no. there's a lot of uh, 
like value in them, right? You're, you're kind of using it as an education tool too. I saw some of the reels and mm -hmm. even the YouTube, right? You're kind of trying to teach people based exactly. on your experience, right? So what made you want to actually educate people instead of just show off your work, which is obviously a common thing to do? Yeah, so that's a good question. Yeah. So it was more just taking what I learned for the last six years at that point, seven now, but just really help people because people tell me all the time on Instagram or even on TikTok now. They're like, I really like your content. Like you've inspired me to become a photographer. Amazing. Like how do you like, what kind of camera do you use? What yeah. kind of settings do you use? Like how do you take this photo? How do you edit this photo? And then, you know, I started to really take it more seriously where maybe like I could use my influence for positivity now. There you go. In, in a way because I just want to help educate people in terms of, you know, photography can become a job, it can become a career. Yeah. And it's a good way to kind of keep yourself busy and focused on um, just living a happier life. Mm -hmm. yeah. And a lot of people kind of don't understand that it's really difficult, especially when you're a, a quote unquote public figure or influencer or yeah. social media, whatever the label is. Yeah. It's very difficult than living a regular normal life that nobody knows who you are. Whether you have it's a true. blue check, uh, you know, whether you have like 10,000 followers or not, like yeah. people don't care about you really. Yeah. And I mean, facts, street facts, super facts true. Bro. Like people don't care that you have 10,000 followers, but like, you don't post content and nobody yeah. knows who, who you are. Yeah. And, you know, so then I wanted to really use my influence that I could possibly uh, gravitate towards and just educate younger people to really like, you know, whether it be life quotes or mental health, um, um, you know, advice. I, I love to share that because it really, um, I really do want to at least help one person who reads my stories and be like, oh, that really makes sense to them. Yeah. It really does change the outlook on life, you yeah. know? And that's what, that's my goal, is just to help people live a more happier lifestyle or happier life and not really focus themselves too much on social media and use it as a way to kind of sort of brainwash them into believing that this is what you should do to live a happier life. Yeah. And so, so what has the, like, okay, what has the feedback been? And I'm curious, obviously, because you've had some followers from your earlier days who might, who might know you in a different light. What, what has the feedback been from, from those type of people as well? It's, I'm curious. Yeah. Um, it's been half and half. Yeah. Obviously there's going to be people who are, you know, fans from before. Yeah. They go, they're always going to wonder or ask questions or, yeah. you know, joke around with, yeah. um, my past. Right. Yeah. And you know, I've, ac I've accepted it. Yeah. Uh, the biggest issue is that people don't accept what they, what they've done, what the mistakes have been. And I just learned to just accept it because that's the past now. And so if you based, if you judge me on my past, you're just living, um, you're just holding yourself back from mm -hmm. actually opening up your mind to yeah. seeing what I'm doing now. Yeah. Because if people live in the past too much, then you're really holding yourself back on life. Yeah. 
you know yeah and so that's it's what i want to do always that's why yeah and and I, i'm changing every day like not even just last year for example people say oh i changed since uh last year yeah i won't even say i changed from this year yeah from the beginning of the year to now like of course a lot of things have changed in terms of what i've been doing and uh to, to to circle back to the point a lot of people have been like giving positive feedback like oh i really love your content i really love what you do photography what you do with youtube i really love that you're helping inspire people to become a better person or uh help people like, do photography um and teach them you know different things that they may have not known of and you know? once you're getting that feedback you're like this is the right thing to do obviously so exactly. if you can inspire even like you said one person but i'm sure you're going to inspire hundreds if anything right so yeah in terms of the content <clears throat> we obviously talk a lot about content here but how do you prepare for your content how do you have anything special that you do how do you create <laughs> i mean don't give me the you don't have to give me the recipe here but um when you're creating reels because creating content could be a lot of work and i know that you're consistent with it too with posting and you're on a bunch of platforms as well right yeah. so not just instagram um what do you do to kind of prepare for content do you organize content ahead of time um, I know you said you don't like to prepare too much but um, how, how are you managing that yeah it's a great question because um, I was actually gonna get into that yeah um, so I basically plan out I'm gonna upload two times a week on YouTube I'm gonna post try, I'm gonna do my best I don't say try anymore because trying is not good enough I'm gonna, <laughs> post, I'm gonna do my best to post on either Tuesday and if I can't I'll post on Wednesday then I'm gonna plan ahead to film the next day that after I've done editing. Then I'm gonna film again for another YouTube video for Friday or Saturday, just obviously depending on how much time management I have. So, you know, I film all of that stuff, put it into a timeline on my on my laptop, and then I edit it and I upload to YouTube. Cool, that's the easy, yeah. that's like the easiest part. Yeah. I, in, in terms of content creation, easiest part is creating a YouTube video. Then what I do is I take all of that small like montages or even now little uh, clips of me like vlogging a bit, which I post now to, to, to TikTok as, you know, consistent um, yeah. content. Yeah. And then I post to Reels occasionally. It's just it's like, I wanna like, I don't wanna spam to people. I don't wanna yeah. spam my, my Reels too much with like the same type of content. I like to space it out a bit, maybe once a day, twice a week. Some people say three times a week. Yeah. Um, and then after that, I cut down all these clips and I just save it as like individual clips. I have it in my drafts. So then when I'm ready, I just post it right away. I don't even yeah. have to like go through the whole process of, you know, I'm going to uh, take the clip, then add the music yeah. and then add you have the, everything ready to go. Yeah. 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 I try Beautiful. to, I try to plan it out. So I have everything ready, like on my, on my, uh, I, I don't know if the camera picked this up, but basically... I have all of it. Like, if you if you guys could see, oh, all oh in the drafts yeah, yeah, right yeah, in the drafts. Okay, you can yeah. show the camera yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The camera, so yeah. basically, I have all of my clips here, and then in the little small here, uh, in the first top left is like I have thirteen drafts already. Okay. So all I have everything is prepared. And those are edited as well, ready to go. Yeah, those yeah. are all edited. Those are all prepared, and then as soon as I, I just click on it. And then I'm just, you know, I'm just ready to post whatever That's I crazy. want. And mm -hmm. I, I, I try not to, I try to space it out in terms of what this, the moment was. Like, let's say I was like, um, like a spot that I'm shooting. Mm -hmm. I don't like to put the same thing together unless it's really cool. Yeah. Um, 
and then after that i just you know i just continue with it it's a cycle for me yeah. um i just take all my youtube videos and just put it onto all my other platforms and then how has vlogging been because i know that that's obviously a newer thing for you yeah and you yeah. came in hot yeah, yeah, we, you were, came in hot. we were not expecting i was like damn I, I might have a booger in my nose like i don't even know what was good but i'm looking around like shit my hair looked good <laughs> yeah. Hat. yeah that's funny because like I, I i started my channel with just trying to do more educational photography stuff like tutorials either on final cut photoshop or lightroom mm-hmm. and those are the the programs i use to edit or create a thumbnail for youtube for example and people were like oh this is cool but like it's not gonna go far and i'm like that makes a bit of sense like it's not gonna go too much unless i do something different and so then people are like you should start vlogging a bit more and so then i decided you know what it's going to create more content there instead of just limiting myself to like figuring out at home okay like i have to upload this tomorrow what do i do though yeah. i'm stuck in my house i can't really yeah you know create create content that <laughs> yeah. is relatable or even like fun or mm-hmm. entertaining so now it's like you know what maybe i should start vlogging a bit more because i see other people who, they're, when they're stagnant with what they're doing and it goes nowhere for them you know, then you gotta reinvent yourself, and you gotta really figure out what works for you guys. Yeah, and and for me too. I feel I feel like by by adding the vlogging into the tutorials and the kind of educational content, you sort of added like a personality now. Yeah. Right, and that's something that people can like look and and kind of we like to say fall in love with almost yeah like cool this guy is teaching me this this and that but this is actually who he is as a person and, and you know by the way the way they talk the way you say things people can kind of get a better understanding and almost connect more find you more relatable as well yeah, right? yeah exactly exactly and that's like that's something that i've taken with me where if you just vlog things and you don't really have um something to talk about yeah purpose pretty much purpose right yeah and and you're just scrambling to figure out what do i talk about now what do i say next right if you have no idea or any knowledge of what you're going to present to the to these these people who are watching on your youtube video then you're just going to be confusing them and they're going to see see it right away that this person has no idea yeah, what like they're what talking value about. am i going to get from this person yeah, yeah. exactly and right. that, that comes with being genuine too i think like if you're making that content you have to be genuine about it right you have to you have to at least know what you're talking about number one right but if you have experience in it like you said like your experience is in photography right so people already trust you enough to talk about that and give them value on that right so i think that comes a lot when people don't know what they're talking about like actually (laughs) seriously right or it could be that they're camera shy whatever but you should always just be genuine i think that's when the real stuff comes out right and no one can really tell you right, right from wrong when you're just talking from experience yeah and to anthony's point you're right though like people want to know your personality more and that's what i'm really doing my best to do is like you know be more open with myself um i'm learning to still love myself more than um than people loving me yeah because it starts with you first and so i try not to do too much in terms of changing who i am and that's a lot of things i used to do back in my day where I tried too much to be different or yeah. not be who I was and learning to, and, and doing it because I want to impress other people yeah, or do it yeah. as an image to 
be accepted by other people, right? Yeah. yeah. And that's the biggest thing that people kind of consume themselves is where they want acceptance through the internet or they want acceptance through their peers. Yeah. You have to first accept who you are first before you could accept others and have the same mutual respect of course. Uh, given back to them. It's yeah. funny because you, you actually said something uh, before the cameras were on about like how vlogging, you like, you, like you hate hearing yourself. And that's something yeah. that actually, when we started this thing, I was in the same situation. I've always fucking hated how I sounded. I was like, oh my God, yeah. what's wrong with my voice, bro? Why do I sound like this? I sound fucking horrible. But that's something that even myself, for me too, right? I, we started doing these podcasts and, and whatnot. I'm trying to hear myself and watch back on these episodes. And I'm like, you know what? Like, who gives a fuck, to be honest? Yeah. And, I was, and it just became like a who gives a fuck thing. And then it ended up turning into me actually enjoying listening to myself well, on these podcasts no really after. they're saying like like listening and saying oh anthony sounds weird like that's no, all i know but it's head. a common thing yeah, yeah. i think a lot of people a lot of people are like fuck you know when they hear themselves back they're like i hate how i sound the problem is like, when you're yeah. just doing everything to kind of like you said be accepted please others the moment the moment you get some sort of bad feedback you're gonna crumble because you don't even like yourself to begin with at that point you're just trying to do things just to please others yeah. so the moment someone comes at you with something even if it's like yo you suck you're gonna be like, yo, I fucking suck, bro. <laughs> oh, yeah. dude, yeah. So, Straight so, up. That's a big thing with loving, your, you have to love yourself, respect yourself before you put yourself out there because there's gonna be people all the time, no matter what you put out there. Yeah. People that don't agree, people that agree, right? So leading me to my next point, actually, <laughs> talking about influence, you obviously have a lot of influence, but you, you like to use your voice to express even social matters. Exactly, right? yeah. And I saw that on your page as well, right? So I like that a lot. I think that with, with pla- I think anyone with a, any sort of platform should be speaking their mind and, and putting their opinion out there, especially on matters like that. So what made you kind of want to speak about that and, and were you confident in doing so? You know, that's um, that's actually something that's very interesting leading into this because it's a very uh, sensitive topic that people don't really like to talk about. Of course. And it, it really hits me a lot because this is like, some, this is the first time, and I'm, I'm telling this, first time ever that I'm saying this online or for YouTube in general, but people don't know that I used to be bullied back in high school. Like mm-hmm. I used to be that kid where people just took as a joke. Yeah. They didn't take them seriously. They would alienate you. Alienate, that's the word. Alienate me from being in social gatherings. Like I remembered when I was, hmm, what year is this? Because this was a long time. This was in elementary school. And back then, when you're a kid that's like 10 to 13 years old, you don't know what you're saying, what you're doing, yeah. how it affects the person. Because you're just a kid. Like, you're like a little sponge. You're just still learning. Yeah. You're just seeing shit as it comes to your brain. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And so, what I experienced was, like, you know, even the little things. Like, when I was walking home from school, I would think to myself, okay, these people are my friends. Like, I, I see them all the time at school. I'm with them after school. Actually, no, I lied. I wasn't even with them after school. I would walk with them, and we would always, we all live in the same area, in the same neighborhood. And I remembered I would be walking with them, and all of a sudden, they would just start to, like, distance themselves from me. And they would all be in the one group together, mm-hmm. and I'm just by myself here. And I'm like, I'm yeah. thinking to myself as a kid, like, what did I do wrong? Yeah. Like, is it my fault? And it w- and now I look back, it's like, it's not my fault. Mm-hmm. It's just them being who they are and showing me what kind of person they are. And exactly. so 
that was like the beginning of it people would just kind of like laugh at me like they would make jokes at me and it got to the point where like people started even making like homophobic jokes yeah where like people would think like oh this person's gay yeah and yeah. you know they would call me the f word and you yeah. obviously i can't say it now because yeah. you know there's a new day and age where you know even saying that even as a reference <laughs> yeah, people kind of, of would course. take it of back course. right yeah. Yeah, yeah and so people would call me that they would call me a, like a bunch of words like that you would not want to yeah. yeah, you want to be called. Yeah, can't even say that anymore, just mm. because of how sensitive and how times are changing. And this was yeah. in a day where people were like didn't give a shit <laughs> yeah. what yeah. they said. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so now we got phone cameras. That's why. <laughs> exactly. And this yeah. was before phone cameras were using things. This yeah. was before Snapchat and yeah. like all these platforms existed. And so people were making jokes like, "Oh, you're in love with my teacher." I was like seventh grade, grade seven. I was like twelve years old. Like, you're in love with this teacher. You're you um, you're you're gay. You are in love and in a relationship with one of my classmates. And I'm like, <laughs> this is like, this is straight up bullying. This yeah. is like, you know, if this was like this could lead to suicide this yeah. could really kill somebody and and as a kid they don't know this obviously nobody knows what the the the, the after effects of it what it does to somebody psychologically mentally yeah. mm-hmm. it makes them think that am i gay yeah you know and as and some people joke about it, not joke about it but they kind of they kind of question themselves of their sexuality sometimes like am i gay mm-hmm. am i homophobic or am i homophobe mm-hmm. um no, sorry, not homo. That's that's the wrong term. Homosexual. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. You had me there. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, guys. Yeah. I didn't mean to say that. Um, and yeah, it just kept going on. And then I eventually said, like, okay, I'm gonna have to go to the principal. And I and I did. And literally, they didn't really do anything. Yeah. All they did was suspend him for like maybe two days. And then he's back at it the, the yeah. next week. Oh yeah. yeah. And yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh, even worse. <laughs> Probably was worse then. It was even worse because I was in the principal's office. And I'm like, this is the situation. This is what they've been doing for probably months now. Yeah. They're like, okay, we'll deal with it. Give them a three-day suspension and they're back in class. And not only that, they're like, oh, yeah, we're going to have individual talks with these certain group of people. I'm not going to yeah. name names, obviously. But then, then they're just going to keep going on and on. And they did. Towards the end of the, the school year into grade eight, going leading into to, to graduation year, still continue doing it. Like they would not stop because it's like, just because a teacher tells you or a principal tells you to yeah. stop doesn't necessarily mean they should stop. Yeah. And kids are more savage at that age too. I feel like you're in elementary school, you're a fucking savage. Like, you know what I mean? And especially at that like, time, like you're saying, where, you know, there wasn't these sen- the sensitivity stuff and whatnot. And, and, and certain, like, bro, people were going fucking crazy. We were, I know my elementary school, people were going fucking nuts. Like, it was like, it was a free for all. So, exactly. Yeah. No, I feel you on that one 100%. Yeah. And so going into grade eight now, this is like the the last year of elementary school. I'm like, okay, finally, maybe this is gonna be the the year that it changes. Still, the same thing happened. People would bully me, they would make fun of me, they would isolate me, they wouldn't like really even want to see me after school, and and it was really confusing. And there would be a few people here and there that actually would be a friend and actually want to talk to me. And you know, it's very now. That's what kind of leads into like me today is because of my past. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's how it, it does. Your past does somewhat transform you into who you become as an adult. And so then, going into grade nine now, this is when high school is starting. Different time, people are getting even more older. They start to know things more, but then they still have the same mentality. Mm-hmm. 
and I won't get into too much detail, but that's when things start to really get bad. And, and it's gonna get a bit dark here, guys, because uh, it, it gets personal here. But um, only my family knows this, and a couple people at the time know this. Like, not even my cousins know this, my aunts, uncles, they're probably gonna see this now. About to see it now. Yeah. <laughs> they're probably gonna see this now because on YouTube I'm gonna share this after. But there was I don't remember the 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 the, in, the incident that happened. It was a, a lot of bullying still going grade nine and ten. And I was fourteen years old. And I remembered I was in my brother's room. He had an extension cord. And it's gonna get deep, sorry. He had an extension cord. And I remember I wrapped it around my neck. Wow. It's gonna get deep. Damn. Hey, man. Spit it, this is the platform to do it, man. where it is, bro. Because this is the first time I'm ever saying it, so it's like, it's very difficult to kind of yeah. keep my emotions together. Of course. But I'm gonna do my best. I wrapped it around my neck, and we have a little like little lamp at the uh, on on your ceiling. Not like the big spinning uh, fans. Yeah, it's a little like lamp with a little shade on it. Yeah, I remembered I tried wrapping around the lampshade, and I had it around my neck. And I'm like, okay, I'm gonna put a chair right here on his bed, and I'm gonna let it go. Yeah. As I'm about to do it, my mom walks into the room. She's like, "What are you doing?" Damn. Wow. I'm like, I want to kill myself. It's like, why? It's because like. The things that happened at school is like things I never said to them or even wanted to bring up because it's like, it's very personal. As yeah. a kid, you don't really want to t uh, express your feelings or what you're going through to your parents because you sometimes don't think of your parents as your friend. Yeah. You mm -hmm. just think of them as a parent who's just there, who, who birthed you and yeah. who um, raised you. Yeah. And so when you're a kid, you don't really, you don't really you know, you can't really talk to them as a person sometimes. Yeah. And that's what I learned that you have to really value your parents because that's who you're gonna be, you know, living the rest of your life with. And you can't take that away from you. And so I had to go to therapy for that. You're like, what's the problems? Like talk it out. And therapy wasn't really something that I really was wanting to do. Cause it's like, what's this person gonna do to help me? There's yeah, a stigma like, behind it. There's a stigma behind exactly. it. Exactly. And, yeah. and, I'm not saying I'm not against therapy. Therapy it could it, it works in many ways for different people. It, it doesn't work for everybody. It didn't work yeah. out for me that well. Yeah. And therapy was just like it's cool, but what can I get out of this? Mm -hmm. What's this person going to do for me? Yeah. You know. Um and then yeah, it just it kept continuing and I think it was my parents weren't home. I think I wanted to do it a second time. I would think I was 15, maybe 16 at this time. And I, uh, I was in my room and I have a little attic in my room. And there's like a little big like uh, opening, like a box, yeah. so like a square. And you just, I, I guess you have to push it in because I'd never actually been in my attic. Yeah. And it's like, um, you to, I guess you have to push it in. And so it's like a little like heavy block that's blocking it. And I did the same thing. I would wrap it around my neck and I would put it on inside of it so that it holds. And right before I was doing it, I was thinking to myself, hmm, like, should I do this or should I not? And I really contemplated because it's like, a lot of people say you have a lot of, like, a lot of life to live and it's, it's somewhat true. Yeah. 
but if this is my time this is my time like you can't really regret it at that point mm -hmm. if you choose to do it and yeah. like i said we all have choices in life we all choose to give a fuck about something mm -hmm. and you always have to choose whether it's life or death for you sometimes it's, sometimes you choose sometimes you don't you never know we all don't know when death is going to happen and so that's what really affected me as a, as a teenager going into my like adult life and that's what psychologically it makes me feel different because it's like am i going to experience the same thing as i did as a kid than what i would be as an adult mm -hmm. and it's traumatic for a lot of people yeah and that's why i go back to the point of why i'm such such an advocate for cyberbullying for bullying for you know mental and psychological abuse and harassment you know because that's what i've gone through and i want to share it with other people to let them know that obviously you're not this you're not the only person in this world mm -hmm. and it's it's so cliche to say that but yeah. it's true no it's true yeah. it's true yeah so so, so how, do, how do you like how do you bounce back from that like what, what is that like as a person right because that's a like fuck bro that's deep dude like that's fucking you know what i mean yeah. we're talking about your life here we're not talking about uh hurting yourself or like that's it's like you said it's life or death so how do you and i'm i'm curious for myself how do you bounce back from that because i've never been in that situation or or have you know i've, I've felt i felt things but never that deep you know so coming out of it obviously you look at it and you say cool like you know you you didn't go through with it obviously for 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 your own reasons whatever the cases were you're here now thank god you know what i mean we, yeah we're, we're happy you're here and and so what is what does that look like bouncing back I'm um hmm. it, def it it makes me now really decide what i want to do because i decided to stay alive because i had a purpose and some people don't get to know what their purpose is until they decide they want to see see it through to the end and so another reason why is because of this book actually i brought it along with me if you yeah, guys, yeah i saw you put that out and i'm curious you guys haven't seen this book before huge book dude it's called the subtle art of not giving a fuck by mark manson when i say and this is the first time i'm saying this in probably a long time where i said a book has actually changed my entire life from relationships to life to you know your mental and your physical strength to just everything in general your values accepting your, your your faults, your mistakes, your responsibilities. It teaches you so many different things that nobody, not nobody, but little few people have actually told you in your life, yeah. other than your parents and your friends. This book tells you face to face the reality of it. And that's what kind of took me through this year is like this book really did, you know, teach me what I should do now to move forward and make change in my life. And ever since then, I started writing this in my journal, actually, in this journal. I've been writing every it. single Love day. It. Every single day I've been Beautiful. writing what my thoughts are, what I learned from the book, you know, what I did today, what I'm feeling, just everything in general. And, yeah. and um, you should definitely, if anyone's watching this, definitely start writing in a journal or 
book because you look back on the dates and you say, wow, like this happened. This is what I was thinking. This is who I was. I remember this day. What a terrible person I was that day, you know? (laughs) And it it really does take you back a second and be like, that that's really who I was even a year ago or six months ago. It's crazy the change you can see when you're you're documenting it like that. Yeah, and another thing is that I've learned to just, it it goes back to the beginning where I don't want to use my past as an excuse anymore. I just have to keep moving forward, forgive people for what they've done, but obviously don't forget what they did, you know? And that's a thing where sometimes we forget that the past is a learning lesson. The present and, and the future is now your own experience and your own path to creating new experiences as well. You know, because your past is it's just it's just it's just nothing now. Yeah. To, at that point, right? Of course. You can't do anything to change your past. All you could change now is your present and your future. And some people just kind of are too nostalgic. They kind of hold on to the past too long where they can't, it holds themselves back yeah. from actually living life more. And just growing too. And, and, and being able to have a healthier lifestyle. Because when people hold on to things for too long, it consumes them. It yeah. makes them believe that this is what sh- uh, is gonna happen again. Yeah. If, yeah. You know? Well, and that's why like, see the term you said, you said, forgive, don't forget. Some people might actually take that in the wrong way. Okay. Um, I agree with it, but some people, you know, it, it's a thing of saying, oh, like, oh, I forgave that person. I forgave, you know, about this situation, but I'm not forgetting it. But when you, it, it's it's what what part of it are you not forgetting? Yeah. Right. Because if um, if you're for, if if you're not forgetting it to take it and learn a lesson moving forward, that's amazing. But some people just kind of say, oh, they forgave, but they're you know what I mean. They're still hurt by it. Okay. And yeah. I think that's the hardest part, right? I think yeah. people yeah. Uh, they have trouble truly forgiving someone or, or or a group of people, or whatever, in a certain situation. So it's important, and I I do agree with that. So, some people they they get caught up, and then it comes back to the whole nostalgic thing, right? Yeah. Uh, looking back at your past and saying. You know, this happened to me, that happened to me. It's going to happen again. It's a, you know, I'm in a negative space. Um, you got you got to keep moving forward. You got to grow, right? Um, so I, I respect that about you because I think you're, yeah. you're in a different situation now. Um, uh, a way different situation, it looks like. You, 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 from, from when I've been following you uh, way back in the day, it looks like they're seeing so much transformation. And you came in here super cool, calm, collected, you know what I mean? On yeah. the bike saying your thing. And so obviously, you know, I can see the growth and it's there. So yeah, dude, thank you. Thank I wanted to, I wanted to go into the content side again. And now that you have this experience, is this something that you're looking to actually tell people about and, and put them in a, maybe in a different perspective or make them feel a little bit more comfortable if they're going through the same thing, right? Because you might've seen the feedback from you putting photography tips up, stuff like that, but this is another level of that, right? So. Can we plan to see any of any content surrounding this? Surrounding, sorry. You were speaking it? about your experiences with, with mental health and everything like that. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm doing it right now. Yeah, <laughs> you know? first time, first Fair. time First though. time though, so we got I wanna know, is this something that we can expect? Um, Jumping back, it is something that speaks a lot about you, yeah. right, which is what you wanted. Yeah, it, it depends, I, I feel like, if it was on my channel, it would have to, because 
that would have to be a whole video, mm-hmm. I think. And I don't, I don't want to like take that away from all the other stuff like vlogging and you know content and creation. You so I feel like that would be more so for like podcasts, like this for example, or yeah. other people's channels where I could speak my mind really on their on their platform to give their audience some sort of um, you know understanding who I am. And yeah. if you if they know who I am, if they don't know who I am now you get to know who i am yeah and even for this like you know people watching this you know this is the first time they're probably hearing this they probably never knew about this and that's like the thing like people don't sometimes realize i'm still a human being yeah. at the end of the yeah. day yeah. Yeah. Well, that goes back to the whole influencer thing right people just look at you like you're a fucking influencer and don't realize that you go home and go to sleep and eat and sit with your family and do all the regular things right but i i do want to say i respect you for speaking out uh you know to whatever extent you, you may, maybe you're getting a little more intimate here but I respect that you have a platform and I respect that you speak about things that uh, you feel are important to you and resonate with you, right? Because that's something that we're losing a lot of today. You know, I feel like we see a lot of people coming out and speaking their mind about certain things, certain issues, whatever the case is. Um, But at the same time, there are people who, you know, they feel like just because they may have 500 followers or just because they have a thousand followers that uh, that's not a plat, that's not a big enough platform to speak, you know, about issues or speak about things that they truly believe in. Um, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a strong advocate advocate for speak your mind some people are going to like what you say some people are gonna, not going to like what you say but that's kind of uh you know that's the world we live in it's and a I risky feel like take it's a risky <laughs> take and, and people yeah. and people are scared to do that nowadays obviously because there are so many things online where cancel culture this that whatever um i i think no opinion is a bad opinion i may not agree with some opinions but uh, we're living in a world where it's it's scary because you don't know if your opinion or, or your experiences or what you want to say might be looked at negatively or whatnot but we have to continue uh, to speak our to, to you know as humans to speak our minds and and truly give our true opinion on things because uh, that that's that, that's that's what's gotten us this far you know we've 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 had all this innovation in the world and 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 growth in humanity throughout the years because people came out and spoke their minds and you know some people took some of what they said and and applied it in a certain way and we've been able to push forward like that right just it just as in, as humans as a whole so you know continue to continue to keep doing that because i think that's something that uh we're we're, we're kind of in a sticky situation with when it comes uh when it comes to the year 2021 now yeah so yeah keep it up man honestly keep that up because that, that's very important thank you yeah and to your point uh Ernesto, like when it comes back to the content creation that's that's the one thing I kind of want to bring up as well, kind mm-hmm. of segueing into another yeah. uh, point is that, um, yeah, I do want to use my influence for the for the good, yeah. and honestly, people get so worked up about themselves, like, oh, I need to have, I need to be gaining followers, I yeah. need to like be doing this to get this amount of views. Yeah. I wanna I wanna get verified on Instagram. Yeah. I wanna get verified on YouTube, TikTok, whatever platform, Facebook, right? Yeah. For me, I just don't care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's just put it that way yeah. it's yeah. simple I like to keep things simple yeah. I don't care if it happens it happens like yeah. I mean for you guys I mean you guys got verified but yeah. do you guys really care that much I mean not, not really at it, the beginning no, no. it was a lamp so <laughs> yeah yeah it's it's always don't, don't lie don't lie <laughs> you're, you're he's calling me up no 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 me it, 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 it truly makes not that much of a difference in the long run, <laughs> You're right? You're no difference, and then you said not that much difference. Yeah, because I, because I, I, I can see the benefits of it, I do, um, but at the same time, you know, it comes back to, again, what are your values? Exactly. What do you value in yeah, life, right? Yeah. So some people may value it more than others, the same way some people may value a thousand followers compared to 10,000. Some people just don't give a fuck. Exactly, and then that's, that's the thing, like, 
like I say, I don't say I don't curse too much now, but you have to choose what you give a fuck about. Yeah, facts. You know? Yeah, you so choose. I know I choose not to care because people tell me, "Oh, you should start caring more." I remember I heard this back in the day, maybe three years ago now. Yeah. You should start caring more about your followers. You should you should start caring about more about the views, about the content you create. Content is obviously important, but those little things in between in terms of content creation doesn't matter to me yeah. I want to do it if it makes me happy if it does help make other people happy with what they're seeing and not just doing it just for entertainment purposes where yeah. they're just doing it for the money of course and for me it's just funny I, I, I'm losing followers on Instagram every single day wow and I don't care yeah why because it doesn't matter to me I'm just filtering out all the people that don't care there about go. me let's go. There you go cream of the crop that's a huge reel we're gonna have to cut that one up let's <laughs> cream of the go crop. that's a huge one no it's facts, true, though. facts though man and that comes out to just not giving a fuck you're living for yourself now you're making decisions based on what you like and what you want and what you want to show the world and, and, and it's just it's about you now you've put you you finally it sounds like you put yourself first and you're following second and that following may go from you're at a lot of followers like 200 and something yeah and and i feel like if i told you tomorrow could it drops to 100 you would just wouldn't give a fuck no even if i even if i lost a hundred thousand followers in a year i don't care yeah. because then like i said it it really does go back to me putting out the content for the people that actually care about what i do and actually following me for me as a person and and to your point and that's so it's true not everyone's gonna like you yeah people may like you people may appreciate what you're doing for your platform for your brand and what you're doing for the world and for social media for example but you're not gonna please everybody of course there's always gonna be people that doubt you that don't like you because of who you are what you do a lot of times i don't take it personally and i don't take a lot of things personally when i see uh hate comments and i get that every single day for the last year and a half every single day well same same guy or what? not the same we'll guy punch him out, eh? <laughs> yeah, he's no, no, no it's, not, it's not the same it's not the same person but i would say on almost every single photo video live stream that i did for the last year and a half i see the same comments same negativity and it's like they're still there though they're, they're still, still there. there i don't and the thing is i don't take it personally because yeah. it's like i don't know who these people of are of course i'm not gonna never i'm never gonna meet them and I, I hear a lot too and it's true people who say things online that say hurtful things to anyone in this room it doesn't matter because they're not gonna say it to you in person because there's consequences for it. When you say things on social media, <laughs> when you say things on social media, nobody's gonna know who you are. They're not gonna report you. They, they could report, report What's your, the worst that can happen? You like, just get the account deleted. Yeah, they get the account deleted, they get suspended, but there's no repercussions for their actions. Like there should, I'm, I'm sure there's gonna be something in the future where if somebody is cyberbullying or they're bullying somebody or harassing somebody online and they are the reason for somebody dying online, committing suicide on a live or being in the news that this person committed suicide or they did this, they should be held accountable for their actions, their words, and what they did to make that person commit suicide. Yeah, right? facts. I wanna ask you a question. Do you think there's enough tools right now on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, those kind of platforms to deal with that kind of bullying that you may or may not be experiencing as a large creator? Qu simple question, no. Yeah. Because we're, we're living in a time where things are, st like for example, social media has only been around for 15 years 
give or take True. 20 20 years if you're in the early days of Facebook yeah, and YouTube. MySpace and that MySpace too, yeah. and yeah, MySpace. Yeah. Like YouTube's only been around for 15, 16 years now, right? Yeah. And so with anything in life with anything in life, it takes years to build a sustainable um you know system ecosystem yeah. ecosystem yes yeah. it's it, it takes a long time to create like for example tesla i looked it up on google it took 20 years for google for tesla to become where it is today it took 20 years for elon musk to become who he is today it doesn't doesn't happen within five years ten years of social media growing and actually having social media police if you want to call it that sure i do right? so i was gonna yeah. say yeah <laughs> like and so that's but I, I i like what you said there though that people it's so easy to talk shit online exactly because there's no repercussions and those same people would never ever 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 a million gajillion times ever say that to you in person because there's repercussions yeah and also too if they ever were to say in person that takes a lot of balls and they have a lot of confidence in themselves to understand what they're getting themselves into yeah okay a lot of people who do that are scared of Mm -hmm. what is going to happen next Mm -hmm. right and that's why you shouldn't live life in fear because when you live life in fear then you're taking away your own opportunity of living life to the fullest and in this book, it talks about the last chapter. One, the one topic that not many people would like to talk about or even mention or even get in discussion with, and that's death, mm-hmm. yep. right? My brother has a tattoo on his arm and says, everybody must die. It's facts, facts, right? <laughs> it's facts. In, this, in this book, I don't wanna give too, way, too much away because obviously you should read the book <laughs> and the author's gonna get mad if I expose too much of his book. Yeah. But basically he was saying, when you live life in fear of death, you're, like I said, you're holding yourself back from living life for, for the full, to the fullest. We all have to die eventually. We just don't know when, we don't know how. You know, we obviously imagine wanna die in the most peaceful way, dying in your sleep, for example. But until that day comes, you have to live life until you know that this is my last day on earth. Because when you hold yourself back from always fearing death, you're not gonna experience the things that you've always wanted to do. You're not gonna travel the world, go skydiving, or take that chance that, okay, this could risk my life, but it was worth it. Yeah. I'd rather, and I say this all the time, I'd rather die broke doing what I love to do than being rich and unhappy. And yeah, it's, such, it's, such a, it's such an easy quote to people like, to, to hear and be like, oh, like, yeah. what is he saying? Like, I wanna be rich. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but right. you know what? That's that's coming from someone who isn't doing what they love to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because anybody who actually wakes up every day and, and go and puts himself in an environment where they like they're enjoying themselves would never would never disagree with that statement. Would never. Yeah. So no, it's fucking true. Yeah. It's fucking true. For example, some people live thirty years doing like an office job or being a lawyer or whatever nine to five type of job they do. In other people's perspectives, it's boring to them because they don't love what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Or they don't love what they're doing. If the person is doing it for 30 years, but waking up every single day happy and grateful for what they're doing, and, they're, and they love doing it, who is, who is it to them 
to judge their own happiness and their own choices in life that got them to this point. Because the first thing you should do is worry about yourself. Jeez. <laughs> worry about your damn self. Yeah, worry about your, your damn, damn self. self. Exactly. It's true. And, and that's a lot of things that people forget is worrying about yourself first, putting yourself first for other people. And that's not disrespect to you guys. I'm not going to say, oh, just because I met these guys today, I don't, I don't respect them. I don't like them. That's not the case. The case is I'm putting myself first before I can put myself to you guys. Yeah. yeah. Right? Because my own self-worth and my own self-happiness it will reflect to the people around me. Of course. Yeah. It's energy. Yeah, exactly. What do they do on the planes? They always tell you, put your mask on before you put your, your partner's mask yeah. on, right? They always well, say, put your own mask on first, then you can help everybody yeah, yeah. out. It's true. Yeah. So, but it's true. You, you, can do more, you can do more for society when you are uh, you know, happy with yourself. Yeah. Like you're, you're, you, you've, you've kind of put yourself in a situation where you're, you're happy with, your, with where you're at. You're actually worth more to society after than if you were to neglect your personal needs and to just try and focus on everyone else first. You, you know, some people look at that and they say, yeah, they look at it selfishly. Like I, I've been someone since a young age. Like I've always said this around my family. Everyone's always like, oh, that's a selfish guy. I was a selfish guy in the room because I was always like, well, I, I'm putting my, my happiness first and then I'll focus on you guys after. And exactly, it's not, it's, not in a, it's not in a way to say, oh, that's disrespectful, I don't care about these people. So I put, when, when, I, when I'm at my best version of myself, I'll actually do more for you. Mm-hmm. Like I can offer you more, you know, and I think that's, that's something now that I think slowly people are starting to realize. And I think you also realize with age too, because yeah. you look back, you're like, fuck, I was never putting myself first, you know, I'm gonna try and do that now. That's a really tough lesson for people to learn, right? But not selfishly put yourself first uh, put your happiness first and you actually will offer more to the world that way yeah so you know obviously it seems like you're doing that now and i have a question for you yeah. we ask everybody on the podcast you know the name of the podcast you know what it is already money buys happiness yes sir we had the yep. mbh podcast money buys happiness um the way i like to ask the question is <clears throat> do you think it buys happiness the way i ask the question is what do you think of when you hear that statement you know what's funny okay and this is so crazy because this is how the universe works okay last night I, I barely slept because one I was editing a video on YouTube but then also I was watching The Wolf of Wall Street uh, oh, that's okay, fucking huge so, <laughs> okay but it wasn't a coincidence where like okay I'm going on this podcast I want to watch this to be reminiscent of like what I'm taking from that movie and playing it to this podcast it wasn't the case I've been wanting to watch this movie for a long time again and I was sitting at home I'm watching this movie and to your point money buys happiness to a certain extent it doesn't define your happiness money should never define somebody's happiness or self-worth or success because if you guys watch the movie, I'm sure some people who've, you know, watching this don't know. And if you do know, you, you know the case of Jordan Belfort. Yeah. Of course. The Wolf of Wall Street. Real life situation. This happened in the late 80s and early 90s where social media was never a thing. The difference with his story and what's happening today are this. Nobody got to see it. Wow. Nobody got to see what he was doing. Nobody got to n- listen or meet him in person and share it to the world what he was saying that may or may not have got him killed. Yeah. You know? And some people probably like keep it to their grave of the things he did, said, done to these people. And that's the difference. Like for him, 
all he cared about was money. All he cared about was being at the top of Wall Street, being the most successful businessman or stockbroker that he could possibly be in New York. He didn't give a shit who he hurt, who he had to steal money from. All he cared about at that point was being the richest, most successful person in the world and being known for that, okay? And so with social media nowadays and the internet and influencers, ties into the Wolf of Wall Street in, in a certain extent, okay? It doesn't obviously apply to everybody. But for me, I don't look at money as something that makes me the most happiest. Success isn't defined what, with what you do, but how you do it. True. And so when people define your success based on what you did, that shouldn't matter. Because the success, the success that you are doing to help other people and help yourself is more important to me than having a status of saying, oh, you have a million followers, you have this X amount of money, you have everybody in the world knowing who you are, taking photos of you, being on, on, on uh, websites or articles, whether it be negative or positive, right? I don't care about that because if it happens, it happens. I don't necessarily chase anymore for success and I don't let other people's definition of success define who I think or define me to what I think success is. Because everybody has a different way of defining success. Yeah. Everybody has a different way of defining happiness. And everybody defines you know, their own way of what they love to do. And what happiness is to them. Exactly. Which is why we love asking the question. I mean, that was a great answer. And I think th that's why we ask it because every person that sits across from us has a different answer. There's some similarities, um, but I like that. I, I like what you said. And I think that uh, some people should try to apply it more um, and figure out what their definition of happiness is, uh, figure out what's gonna help them you know, move more to that direction um, and, and focus on that. And a lot of the times, uh, you know, those answers are in, you know, they're inside you. Uh, I think we all have the answers. It's always inside us. The, the funny thing is, we sometimes don't have all the answers. Yeah, okay. Because, because I had this quote from Mark Manson, the author, he says, when you, th when you tell yourself that you, I, ha I don't know the exact quote, don't quote me on this, okay? But it goes somewhere along the line of, when you say that you're, when you think that you're right, um, that means that you, you're done learning. Yeah. I have to, okay, you know what? I, I know yeah. which one you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, 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 when okay. you think you know everything, you're done learning or but, something um, like that. Hold on, okay. Um, I, I know this would take a bit of time, but <laughs> let, me, let me look back uh, on this. Uh, you guys, you guys could ask me any questions uh, <laughs> while I look for no, this. No, no, I agree, and I think I think when I say uh, you have all the answers, a, a lot of it's more like I'm thinking personal. You can like, find them all yourself if you really want. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like they're, they're well, they're they're just they're all inside. I think a lot, especially when it comes to um, you know figuring out what makes you happy and what not. All you know, when I say all the answers are inside, I'm not saying oh you can sit down and start fucking. Yeah. You know, but the it, it takes it takes what's inside you to to find the answer, and whether yeah. that's you getting up one day and saying I'm going to try this out because I think that might make me happy I'm going to try that out right so that's kind of where, where I think you know the answers are inside kind of comes from yeah so I have it here and I'll, I'll airdrop it to you after okay. okay you can find this on Twitter never be totally right being right means you're done learning being right means you're closed off from other ideas 
being right means you're satisfied with what with where you are and not focus on where you're going never allow yourself to be totally right and that's a quote that i tell people now and i live by now because if you say that you're right all the time if you think that you're right then when it when when it comes to that you're wrong what are you going to tell them yeah or you're not going to accept it you're not going to accept it you may not learn something new or see a different perspective and and i think Going back to that, it's like when you say when you when you th- tell yourself that you're always right, that's that limits yourself now from learning. Yeah. And every day that we every day we're all learning something new, whether it's something big or small, whether I'm telling this to you right now, you know, whether you t- you know you learn something new. Yeah. You know, somebody watching this is probably learning and be like, wow, I had no idea. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. You know. Definitely. Yeah. And um, that's what I'm doing while I'm sitting right here. Right now. <laughs> I'm sitting right <laughs> now too. saying I had no idea. Yeah. And like I said, like this book, this author has actually changed my life. And one of the few people that is just a stranger to me that actually impacted my life in many different ways of all different aspects of life. And I encourage anybody out there to go read his book. Uh, he has two books, actually. But the first book is honestly the, the stepping stone to living a better life. My mom actually read that book, yeah. told me the same thing. Yeah. She's like, you have to read this book. And I've been fucking loafing. I think we have that thing here, don't we? Th- it might be in here, actually. We have, we have a stack of books. It actually might be in here. Okay, oh. I'm on it. It's and, mine first. And also, too, I'm going to call you out, guys. Uh, at the beginning of the podcast, they're like, we're going to wear the headphones. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we almost did the headphones, guys. We almost, we almost did the headphones. But we, we, another splitter we needed another here. splitter. We Couple didn't have splitters. it. Oh. Sorry, guys. Oh. <laughs> it's on us. It's I would, on I, us. I would have gave mine up. No, no, you need it. You need it. It was the vibe. It was the vibe. It is the vibe. Well, man, listen, Dean, where are we at? Uh, hour 10. Oh, wow. Okay. No See, way. Feel like flies, it flies when you're on really? here, man. It goes quick. Yeah, hour 12 now. You know why, though? It's because anytime that you're uh, watching a podcast, it goes by slower because, of course. because you, you have to wait for the to the juice yeah, yeah you get away for the juice and you gotta skip through all the you know the bs to yeah. know what the the story is about and then when you're in person it just goes by so fast because you're not thinking about time yeah you're not you're not on your phone because yeah you know um there's another author his name is simon senek he made a video called the millennial question and it's a 15 minute video basically explaining four characteristics that millennials uh do that we're unconscious about and for example, it would be our phones. Yeah, oh. right here. A quick example. Easy. My hands just chilling on there. Right has, now. I'm, just has, like, I'm just like hugging it right now. We, we unconsciously know about um, us being on our phones around people. And when we're in a social group, nine times out of 10, I, and this could be a random guess, nine times out of 10, you're gonna be surrounded by somebody who's always on their phone mm-hmm. nonstop, mm-hmm. just looking at their phone, texting people. Mm-hmm. And what he says is, when you're texting somebody or on your phone in front of other people, you're telling the person in front of you that the person on their phone screen is more important yeah. to them than to the person in front of you because you're taking away the social aspect of real life conversations and real life um, interactions with them. Yeah, and that's what people kind of forget. Mm-hmm. And I'm not gonna. You guys could look it up, but um, well, for sure, this whole time didn't help with everyone on their phones too. Now we're gonna come out of this, and people are gonna be staring at their phones. Of course, especially when <laughs> the youth too, man. Especially, especially when this pandemic uh, hopefully ends on Ontario, people are gonna go back to you know being with each other, and then be on the phone. But taking those habits with them, yeah, taking the habits with them. And and I said, I mean, make it real quick. 
I've taken so much time during the last year of pandemic to really focus on myself, yeah. to really grow and learn different values that I could apply to other people, like being less on my phone, mm-hmm. unless I have to, because my phone is my, is my part of my work, you know? And I'm sure you could relate to that gene too. <laughs> yeah. 110%. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So yeah, that's just like, of course, it, it, you have to self-control is, balance, is another yeah. thing. Balance it. You have to balance your self-control and balance what's more important to you. You have to set priorities. You yeah. have to ask yourself those questions though too, right? Exactly. You have to say, what is more important than me? Exactly. And if you don't tell you, if you don't ask yourself the most important questions, um, you're really losing out on knowing your own self. I feel like you just go through the motions at that yeah. point, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. You're just going with the flow and whatever comes your way, you're dealing with it. If someone's in the room, you're on your phone, you're not thinking about it at that yeah. point. It's in cruise control. Yeah, and and like, sorry I'm talking a lot, guys, because, no. you know. Never say sorry. No, never say sorry for talking on a podcast. Yeah, no, <laughs> you know, because I don't want to, I don't want to be that guy that, you know, talks too much over the hosts, you know, because oh, I'm the guest. Oh, bro, you, if you've seen our podcast, we, we do this for the guest. Yeah. We literally do this for the guests. Yeah. You know, so we don't talk too much. We get a one-two snippet maybe for the reels. But that's it, man. <laughs> but I, do, after, you know, I do enjoy the, the I do enjoy the reels though, because cool. it's like it's educational. Yeah. Thanks. It yeah. kind of just spits like quick not we it's attention span online too. You can't make them too long, right? So, yeah. <laughs> 15, yeah. 30 seconds. And uh, it was one uh, one I don't I don't feel like looking through my book. But the one thing that I did, I did take away is that the most the questions that we're most afraid to answer are the most honest and truthful answers that we hold to ourselves. Yeah. Just trying to like avoid it though, people, yeah. most people, yeah. yeah. And so you have to ask yourself, what is the most fearful question that you're afraid to answer that will unlock what you know about yourself mm-hmm. and what you're now not, you're, you're now telling yourself, I'm not afraid anymore. Yeah. And that's what holds people back is the fear of what others say, what others think, and what you think to yourself. Yeah. Damn, you're fucking, bro. You're tripping me out, bro. It's 420, <laughs> and I'm fucking, I didn't even smoke a joint yet. I'm fucking tripping. No, it's, it's true, truth, man. It's yeah. true. It's it true. is 420, yeah. 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 Shout out 420. Also, too. <laughs> Shout out 420. Just throwing that in there. Um, Because it's going to, what? What day is this going to be? Are you thinking? This will be like probably two, three weeks. This comes out. Okay, because... Um, like mid, like s- s- second week of May or something. Yeah, because because uh, tomorrow, if you guys are not from Canada, because there might be international people watching, but in Canada it's gonna be snowing tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was supposed to snow last night too. Which I'm not happy night. about, <laughs> buddy. I'm, fuck I'm, that. Honestly, I'm not too mad about it because it does give some more vlog content. Yeah, oh, plus the city <laughs> shots are gonna look dope too. Right? So you get the content. <laughs> hey, you gotta take every opportunity, man. Every opportunity. Yeah, exactly. So what's next? What can, what, what can we expect happening in the next couple months um, for you? What can we see? Okay. I know you got the YouTube going. So. The day that we're up, the day that we're uploading this or filming this, I'm actually uploading a YouTube video, and later this week, I'm going to be uploading another video on YouTube. Damn. Um, I, this video that we're uh, filming now, now is going to be in my next video. Nice. Okay. So you guys, uh, you Don't. guys, going to be on YouTube again? Oh, love it, love it. <laughs> you other keep other than that, just content creation, nice. TikTok, Instagram. TikTok is actually such a big thing in terms of growth. Yeah. And it's actually amazing to see how many people have, you know, been following me since I started, you know, posting yeah. three months ago now. And as terms of in terms of what's next, I don't know what's next. Um 
like I said, I sometimes like to plan on the spot. Yeah. Um, I do want to go maybe to Banff nice. in, uh, in the summertime, especially because Moraine Lake, the most beautiful place in the world, my favorite place. Dope. Content crazy over there. Content yeah. is absolutely amazing yeah. in Alberta. So. Shout I think we wanted to go just for yeah, a couple we've been, picks. Yeah, we've been saying we're going <laughs> yeah, to a couple picks and come fuck. back. No, trust me. <laughs> I would, I would honestly want to move to Banff. Damn. If man. I, if I, if I wanted to, I would move to Alberta. Yeah. And I want to create content there. Um, I have, uh, we have a mutual friend um, named Aaron who's been on my channel before. Uh, we're planning on doing a lot of content in terms of traveling because he's so, a he's a PR. Yep. Yeah. So. He's gonna, you know, obviously plan out maybe campaign, um, possible campaigns, brands, nice. uh, events, Beautiful. definitely concerts. I want to go to concerts again, shoot yeah. some artists, yeah. portraits of. Were you doing that a lot before too? Yeah, the yeah, yeah. So, portrait photography has been a, a big thing to my career. Mm -hmm. um, events, concerts, festivals. Those are such all the fun stuff. All the, all the fun we're stuff. Praying to get back, man. The good stuff. Honestly, <laughs> do you like do you like taking uh, concert photos, Dean? I've actually never shot a concert myself. I primarily focus on mainly portraits, but uh, yeah. I'll throw a concert for you, no problem. If Ernesto was on stage, I would be there two, three cameras, on, two, three, four cameras in my hands, but no, not yet. I, 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 would, I would recommend you try it one day. Yeah. I, I think you would like it. Yeah, yeah Especially yeah. if you love so shooting too. portraits, shooting portraits into, in uh, concerts, it gives a different vibe. For sure, yeah. There's a lot of energy going on. I'm sure it's sick to capture some of that. And you know what I, I picture myself doing someday? Something like a Rolling Loud or a Coachella yeah. or even a Feld. Let's go. Or I did this one time with this uh, artist Zeko. Zeko, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I was invited with him <clears throat> Feld 2019, right before, uh, right before this pandemic started. Yeah. I got a shot of him with his hand in the air with about 10,000 people in the crowd. Beauty. Now, what I want to say to myself as a goal is one day shooting while I'm behind this artist in front of a sold out crowd with all the lights shining yeah. and just him him or her. Yeah. I don't wanna, <laughs> I don't wanna, I don't wanna um, categorize just males, but females too. And just have a landscape photo of one person with a flashing crazy lights. crowd, yeah. Like 50, 60, like everyone 70, just with their phone doing the flashlight thing, some crazy, what a moment that yeah. would be. We're gonna, you, we're gonna hold you to that, bro. What do you think about that, Dean? <laughs> I'm right there with you, bro. I'm right there <laughs> with you. That sounds like a good time. He's the one person on stage. Yeah, maybe, maybe I'll be playing the guitar. <laughs> no, that sounds like a great time for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah like yeah. imagine that at like a baseball stadium, like yeah. like a like doing at Staples Center or yeah. you know ACC. I, like, I still like to call it ACC, but yeah. one of those big events where open space and you just have ten thousand people just like oh crazy cheering and yeah even the video content. Yeah, do you do video? I do a little bit of video, yeah, yeah, yeah. Video has actually been so fun for me now. Yeah. We're, I'm gonna hold Jay. We're gonna we're gonna circle back to this in let's let, let's let's say a year for now. Probably, it might yeah. be longer, but we'll say a year just to start it off. As the social media guys say, clip that. Clip that yeah, exactly. Clip, clip that. that. Clip that. <laughs> well, look, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on, man. We're gonna plug you in. Where where can people find you? So you can find me on YouTube. It's self-titled Jason Pagaduan, or you could search up Nine Five Shooter, depending on your preference. You can find me on Facebook. I don't really use Facebook much, <laughs> but uh, Twitter, Instagram. 
TikTok, even Clubhouse. I you got LinkedIn though? Okay. I have LinkedIn. There you go. I was going to say, you I need have that. LinkedIn all 905, at 905 Shooter, which is honestly a blessing. Dope. Yeah, we're going to play with no one consistent brand across the board. Love yes. that. Love that. The consistency of having a uniform. Uh, they find you everywhere. Yeah, that's the thing. I, I just, know. like, I have that weird obsession of keeping things uniform we have the same yeah. obsession oh we're, yeah, we're the same here bro we're <laughs> the same here that's pretty swag though to have all platforms with the same, same thing yeah. even uh, even uh, linkedin yes let's Damn. go really let's go i love that e- even on my facebook link it's like nine of uh, facebook.com slash backslash yeah, yeah. 905 shooter let's go unreal okay well, we'll, we'll you guys are easy to find them yeah we'll plug you in it won't be <laughs> that hard shooter, put anywhere. it anywhere we'll Throw find it them. anywhere dean i'm gonna let you uh, i'm gonna let you get us out of this outro us out because i usually just clap but i want to you know we got you on the mic today so i think it's best you do it all right well you put me on the spot i don't even know what to tell you. uh well i guess thanks for living listening everybody uh i think it was a great discussion i learned a lot for sure and uh, it was cool to hear your story, man. And I think it's going to inspire a lot of people to get out of a dark place and, you know, maybe understand more about a dark place that other people are in yeah. uh, for, for different reasons. Right? So yeah. it's sick to hear your, uh, your you. story. And uh, it was awesome. Yeah. You're going to cry, Dean. <laughs> we fucking out, boys. Yeah.